Chinese immigrants who came to Chicago in the late 19th century faced many obstacles. They struggled with the language barrier and were subject to racist anti-Chinese exclusion laws. To deal with the grim reality of their situation, the people of Chinatown would turn to a leader, an unofficial mayor, who could advocate on their behalf. WBEZ contributor Sherman Dilla Thomas and Lisa Labas discuss this unique piece of Chinatown's history. How did that leadership role come to be in the Chinatown community? Uh, great question, Lisa. That role was created in the late 19th century, right? The late 19th century, early 20th century, a lot of Chinese folks came to America to help us with the railroads. Uh, but a lot of them did not speak English. And so oftentimes you can imagine what kind of problems they were run into when you don't speak the language of the folks sure. that's paying you. Also, during that time, there was a lot of anti-Asian racism, right? Mm-hmm. In 1882, we had the Chinese Exclusion Act. Uh, it was a federal law that outlawed Asian immigration and declared Asians ineligible for citizenship. And so that coupled with uh, just standard bigotry of the time, right, the Asian population or particularly the Chinese Asian population here in Chicago was the minority. And so you needed someone to kind of like help you bridge those gaps uh, in, in employment and financial matters. And, and so those who we call the unofficial mayors of Chinatown were kind of those community liaisons needed for newly arriving folks and poor people who have been here for a while. So who was the first mayor of Chinatown? Most historians consider Sam Moy to be the first unofficial mayor of Chinatown. He came to the United States with his family as a teenager. They made a pit stop in San Francisco before heading to Chicago in the 1880s. Uh, And actually, he owned one of the first uh, Chinese-owned businesses, which was located on Clark Street. Do you know why he specifically was chosen? Well, because one, he was a good businessman, right? I guess to have a business in the 1880s, in Chicago was very, very competitive. So that was one of the reasons. Also, he was good at English, right? So that was the prevailing language. You kind of got to be able to speak the language in order to get things done. Um, Also, uh, according to the Chicago Tribune, um, he was an educated person, right? He was well-traveled, so he could deal, you know, at Chicago in our infancy is basically just a bunch of people from the East Coast in power, right? And so being world-traveled like Mr. Moy was, he was able to deal with a different uh, set of people, and that ultimately helped the Chinese community. So mayor of Chinatown, you know, was an honorary title. How was the mayor chosen? Well, it's a, uh, it's not like a formal process, right? There aren't ballots. They don't go door-to-door. Uh, it's a grassroots thing, right? So the people who are business owners, they help select who becomes the unofficial mayor of Chinatown. Uh, typically, people who are educated. Uh, and then for a very long time, one of the key components was needing to be able to be very proficient at English, right? To mm-hmm. get building permits and just to do a number of things with the uh, bureaucracy of the city. Is, is there a mayor of Chinatown right now? Well, no. The tradition ended some time ago. Uh, There are some business leaders who act as like uh, stewards for the community, right? People who we would consider like community organizers and that sort of thing. There are also those who uh, in Chinatown who do a great job of helping kind of uh, introduce Chicago to newly arriving immigrants. All right. Sherman Dilla Thomas is an urban historian and WBEZ contributor, and you can find him on TikTok, and he joins me every other Tuesday, and we talk about Chicago history. Thanks so much, Dilla. Thanks, Lisa. And thank you to Ed Jung and our friends at the Chinese American Museum of Chicago for helping pull this segment together. This is WBEZ.